1: very near to the California border, to talk about some of the rarest trees in Oregon. And those rare trees, of course, are Oregon's redwoods.
0: That's right, Jim. We are talking about the trees known as Coast Redwoods, or Sequoia simpervirens, for you taxonomists. good pronunciation. I hope so. (laughs) It's a species that contains some of the tallest and oldest living organisms on Earth. The trees can grow up to nearly 400 feet tall and live for more than 2,000 years, which is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, so most people see these these giant trees at the Redwood National and State Parks of Northern California, which I think is just a phenomenal place that everyone should visit. Jim, have you have you been down there?
1: When I was a boy, Jamie Hale, uh, <laughs> when I was when I was very young, I, I don't remember how old I was, but. Old enough to be like, wow, this is super cool. Not old enough to kind of have super vivid memories of the trip. Uh, I do recall, I-, I believe, being on like a train of some sorts or a trolley going through the forest. Does that ring a bell at all?
0: I have not done the whole thing. I've done yeah. I've done a little slice of it because there's so yeah. much to do there. but yeah. um, I mean, this is like one of the quintessential national park spirit experiences in America. You've yeah. got Yellowstone, Yosemite. The Redwoods, you know, Grand Canyon, of course, too, all that the Redwoods, I mean, just like I was saying these these are some of the biggest, oldest living things on the planet. They are just a sight to behold, so it's one of those things you really, really have to go see at some point. you have to see it, and I guess I don't even
1: recall specifically what i was what I went to see. I know I went to a really cool forest, I know we traveled on some really windy road to get there, and uh I feel that I recall some sort of train or trolley, but, uh, (laughs) all of that aside, Jamie, my, uh, you know, spotty memory here, there's a real majesty about this kind of thing. Right. But when you and I were talking about this off air, right, we were messaging about it and there's a certain Oregon pride, right. About Mm -hmm. the Oregon Redwoods. They're here in Oregon and it's not the full you know, national or state park experience a la what you find in Northern California. But it's something special and different altogether.
0: There are only a couple of spots in Oregon where you can see coast redwoods. The, the range of the trees basically is along the Northern California coast and then just across the border into Oregon. So we like barely can claim redwoods. And to be clear, The redwood trees that we have here are significantly smaller than the redwoods in Northern California because these are areas that were logged. And so what we have now is what's considered a second growth forest. So those diehard redwood heads looking to be awed by those magnificent (laughs) trees are probably going to be pretty disappointed by what they find. But- Jim, that doesn't mean that we should ignore these trees altogether. And in fact, I think that Oregon's redwoods deserve a little bit of respect.
1: Before we get there, what, what is the profile of like a redwood head, right? Is that like a dead head mixed <laughs> with like a, a conservationist or, or someone who likes to spend time outdoors? Uh, give me a visual here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like like a dead head, but instead of like tie-dye and those little bears, it's just like flannel- And, like, (laughs) giant redwood patches up their entire backs. Maybe they got, like, the redwood sleeve tattoos.
1: I think the tattoo is definitely, uh, at the very least, like, one of those, like, quaint little, like, uh, back of your ankle area tats or something that's a, a redwood,
0: you know. They've got, like, sequoia simpervirens tattooed on them somewhere.
1: Yes. Bonus points again for the very good pronunciation. So, (laughs) yeah, I I, I think there's a look there. Uh, There's a definite look there. Redwood heads uh, have plenty to look forward to. Here in Oregon, though, you know, with kind of the little asterisk disclaimers uh, that you referenced, Jamie, not to, uh, you know, surely not to dissuade anyone from going to visit. Where can you find the Oregon Redwoods, Jamie?
0: So there are basically two areas two trails that you can hike to see these redwoods in Oregon. And they're both just outside of the small coastal town of Brookings. So head down to Brookings, um, get yourself a hotel or a campsite at Harris Beach um, or anywhere down there. Spend a couple of days. um, Or if you're just driving through town, take the time to pull off the highway and head to these two spots. So the southernmost one, and I think probably the better of the two, is called the Oregon Redwoods Trail. And this is a cool spot. It's um, a little interpretive trail. You kind of have to go down this windy road to get there, but it's not too difficult to find. And you get to the end and there's a large parking lot and uh, just a short, a pretty short trail that leads um, just down to a small loop where you can see some of the biggest redwoods in that forest. And again, they're not like, you know, 2,000 years old and 400 feet tall, but they're still very large trees um, and very impressive There's a little brochure that you can get at the trailhead that will tell you some information about that, um, which is very cool. I love grabbing those brochures and learning a little bit more about the trees. Um, This is just a really cool spot. You can take the family. um, You can take anyone. It's, It's pretty flat, pretty easy, pretty short hike. And anyone looking for a little bit more of an adventure, there is an optional side loop that starts at the beginning of the trail, loops off, and takes you all the way to the end and allows you to kind of walk back. Uh, the length of the trail backwards. So that's another way you can get, you know, a few miles in that way and see a few more trees. But it's just one of these quiet forests that's a mixture of Douglas fir trees and redwoods and some other ones. You, You can really just get an idea of what a young redwood forest looks like. And Jamie, you referenced, you know, a good
1: family hike here would tend to agree. Mm-hmm. So I'm on uh, redwoodhikes.com. So, uh, you know, this isn't a .gov website or anything, but it says the length of the trail is 1.7 miles and 280 feet of climbing. So in other words, a uh, pretty mellow experience uh, by Oregon hiking standards and. And uh, I'm seeing some photos of this place, and it's just kind of got the moody forest vibes, right? A place that you could visit any time of year, you know, whether it's raining, foggy, cloudy, perfect sun, and have a a pretty unique and gorgeous experience. Um, And the trail looks uh, well-tended, wide enough, uh, good for for folks who uh, are maybe not in for the uh, most intensive Oregon adventures, but uh, a nice meander through the
0: forest. Yeah, hey, Jim, you when you're talking about Redwood Heads, I also I almost mentioned redwoodhikes.com specifically. Huh, no <laughs> because, way. Because this same page that you're on right now is the same one where they say compared to the spectacular Redwood Parks, just a fifteen minute drive to the south, the scenery here is, quote, rather underwhelming. That <laughs> by and large, the redwoods are strikingly small, and most of the trees are not redwoods. True. Um so <laughs> this a lot of people I think have this attitude, right? They're looking for the big redwoods, spectacular redwoods, they come to a place like this and they go, wow, this is not, this is not what I'm looking for. This is huh. not, uh, I am not impressed. You know, it's okay. very much like the the one star review of redwood hikes. But again, Jim, as an Oregonian, I hear that and I have to rush to the defense of our beloved Oregon native redwood trees. These are still redwoods and they are still fabulous trees and give them a thousand years. And yes, they will be as spectacular as some of the ones in California. But until then, they are just smaller versions of them, and I think that is just fine.
1: Yeah, hold on to that Oregonian pride. You that's know, right. We, we have what we have. We embrace it and love it. And you know, yeah, if you're not into it, the border's right there, Jamie. <laughs> uh, right. Hot ba- back to California.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so th- oh, that's.
0: Man. I think my that's the, the the first one I'd recommend. It's just, like I said, it's the southernmost of the two. But if you head um, just back up 101 a short way back into Brookings, you jump off again, headed east into the woods, you can find yourself the Redwood Nature Trail. And this is located, um, again, off one of these sort of back roads, but it's just down the street from Alfred A. Loeb State Park. So um, a popular spot for folks who go down to uh, Loeb is to pop off at the Redwood Nature Trail. Um, It's a bit smaller of a parking area. It only fits, I want to say, like probably six cars or so, unless it goes into the shoulders of that road. Um, And it's a bit more of a difficult hike. Not that it's a super difficult hike, but there's definitely some steeper trails. It's a bit rougher. You know, this is not quite as nice and even as flat as that other trail. And it's a bit more of a mixed forest. So you're going to see a lot more of the Douglas firs mixed right in there with the redwood trees a bit closer. Um, I think the redwoods there are a bit younger for the most part. So it's not quite as impressive. But what's cool about this area is that it is the northernmost range for coast redwood trees in. This country. Um, So you cannot find redwood trees, the coast redwoods, at least farther north than this particular spot, which I think is pretty cool, Jim. Yeah, I think that's super cool.
1: And uh, a point of, uh, again, a little Oregon pride, right? We have Mm -hmm. the farthest, the northmost uh, redwood trees. And Jamie, again, I'm looking at photos of this, and this is a hike that many folks would be drawn to. Without uh, any mention of redwoods in any capacity, right? It's a uh, beautiful, dense forest, mm-hmm. mossy green. I'm looking at a photo of a creek running through, you know, underneath a, a kind of picturesque bridge. Uh, I mean, this looks like the kind of hike, not that there's one profile, but that anyone's going to enjoy.
0: It's a beautiful hike, Jim. I was really impressed. And it's another one that's not too long. It's a nice little loop trail um, that leads you just, I want to say it's about a mile and a half, two miles, something like that. And it's another one of these interpretive trails um, where they have brochures that tell you some um, information about it as you go, of course. I think this is one of the ones where the brochures were out when I went, so I did not get the joy of uh, following along in the brochure. But it just, again, a really, really fabulous, beautiful little hike. And both this trail and the previous one we mentioned, these are like not super crazy crowded trails. So when you go to the, the California Redwoods, you know they're going to be packed with people All the time. I mean, this is, this is, you know, a huge destination. It is like a world class park. These spots, again, because probably because the trees are smaller and people don't talk about them as much. There are very few crowds. Um, you know, and this, uh, Redwoods Nature Trail, the trailhead was, you know, a little bit crowded with three or four cars when I went there. Hmm. But I mean, people are only lasting 30 minutes, maybe an hour. So. Cars are zipping right in and out of there, and it is easy enough to find a spot, I think, on most days.
1: You'd love to hear it, Jamie. Uh, and, you know, we we talk all the time about how to avoid crowds and, you know, still get in the kind of experience you want to have. Uh, it's nice to, to be able to say, yeah, you know, uh, this is something great, and it's not overly busy. Not bad. So one thing that, that Jamie, we may have missed here, we we didn't pause on as we like to do, is... What makes redwoods so special i mean they're they're really incredible specimens,
0: yeah, I mean, aside from like how big they can grow yeah. and how old they can live, they're just really impressive trees they are they are exceptionally resistant to fires to insects, to disease i mean we're we're so used to fires coming through and just destroying our forests here. Redwoods, especially the older they get, become more and more resistant to that. So some of the smaller redwoods may die off in fires. What happens is a fire runs through and just clears out the brush underneath and allows new redwood saplings to grow. So... They kind of thrive in that environment, which is really impressive. So, I mean, these these trees, I think one of the reasons they last so long and grow so large is because of those biological factors, um, like their thick bark, some of the tannins in their bark, um, that allow them to resist some of these things that plague other forests and other species of trees.
1: That is very cool, Jamie. Uh, Survival of the fittest, if you will, in the redwoods Mm -hmm. are among the fittest of them all, as evidenced, of course, by their tendency to live beautifully uh, remarkably long lives so uh the the last bit of that too is uh you know oregon is home to tons of towering trees and california is the same what makes a redwood a redwood how 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 do you spot one essentially know exactly what you're looking at
0: yeah i mean this is uh, i will say i'm no tree expert (laughs) sure (laughs) sure Uh, neither uh, am i but you know it it's um when you're in these mixed forests, especially in the Oregon redwoods areas, you're going to need to know, is that a redwood or is that not? I mean, it, if you don't know, it's fine, but you might just feel a little foolish. Um So, I mean, we're used to the Douglas firs. So if you know what a Douglas fir looks like, that's immensely helpful. But what you're looking for in redwoods is aside from just the size, you know, um, the width of them, the height of them, you're looking for that uh, bark that usually a lot of times is um, sort of a redder sort of cinnamon color, not all the time, but a lot of times it's like that. And it's kind of, um, it's grooved. It has these deep grooves into it. And Douglas firs also have deep grooves, but these are sort of um, closer together, I suppose. There's more of them, more straight up and down um, for the most part. So, you know, you're looking for those kinds of factors. But I think, again, one of the biggest things that when I, when I go out there, what I'm looking for is what are the giant trees that do not look like dugfurs. Mm-hmm. If you can get that far, that goes a long you way go. in these forests.
1: That's an Oregon-specific way to look at things, right? <laughs> right. You know, look up, measure uh, relative diameter and height. If it is not a douglas fir, you know, chances are good, if you will. So uh, I like it, Jamie. Uh, Thank you very much for that download. Now, uh, as we've uh, talked about here, there are some other redwoods uh, south of the California border, (laughs) and we're going to talk some more about those right after a short break. All right, folks, we are back talking about Oregon's Redwoods, and uh, by extension, of course, the Redwoods uh, that are... Admittedly, uh, grander, more prolific, uh, et cetera, et cetera, in the state of California. Um, Jamie, if you were to plan a trip around going to see the redwoods in that general part of the country, um, of course, coming from our general neck of the woods, the Oregon redwoods are a natural destination. But uh, the kind of larger, more heralded, more well known, and of course, busier destination is going to be the Redwoods of Northern California.
0: Yeah, Jim, Well, I can tell you what what I did the one time a few years ago when I did um, dip my toes into the California Redwoods. Um, I think one of the easiest ways, if you're coming from Oregon especially, is to just visit the northernmost section of the uh, Redwoods National and State Parks area, which is the Jedediah Smith Redwoods State Park. This is just off 199 and 101, 199 being the highway that loops back into Oregon up to Grant's Pass. And this is just a, a nice small slice of the California redwoods. Um, but I stopped off in a place called Stout Grove, um, which is right near a campground, some day-use areas, um, some fishing spots. And um, it was just a really a, a small but beautiful spot to get a taste of some of these big trees. And I think that might be one of the easiest ways to do it. You know, if, if you're looking at a map of the national and state parks um, here for the redwoods, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. There's places to go camping, places to go hiking. There are short trails and long trails, um, more rugged uh, wilderness trails, and some more popular ones. Uh, you know, there is just a lot you can do, and of course, there's places like trees of mystery which you may see on uh, billboards heading down along Mm -hmm. the oregon coast um, which is more of a touristy way to do it they have you know like the um the paul bunyan statue and they've got the the redwood canopy trail which is their big walkway through the redwoods um people who are looking for a little bit more pizzazz in their natural experience Mm -hmm. hey head to trees of mystery and that'll give you i think enough pizzazz for a lifetime
1: Pizzazz is a good word of choice. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> we're, we're all looking for pizzazz in our lives, Jamie. And if the Redwoods, Redwoods do it for you, uh, it's a good place to find it. So, of course, Jamie, we, we've talked Jedediah Smith, uh, Redwoods State Park, directly abutting that. Uh, abutting? Yeah, I think that's the word I'm looking for. Del Norte Coast, Redwoods State Park. Obviously, we have uh, the Smith River National Recreation Area right alongside, uh, butting up against the Siskiyou Mountains maybe even part of the Siskiyou Mountains. This is geography that's a little bit beyond my uh, intimate knowledge here, I will admit. Um, But moral of the story, Jamie, uh, you can keep going and going and going down the coast here all the way to Redwood National Park, and you're going to have ample opportunity to check out both awesome Redwoods and a whole heck of a lot of other stuff.
0: We've said it before. We'll say it again. Look, uh, California's Redwoods have a lot to offer. And you may notice a a tone of like, I don't know, bitterness or like defeatism in my voice. I'm always going to, you know, um, stand up for our Oregon Redwoods because as an Oregonian, I feel like it is uh, it is what I need to do. If we're being honest with ourselves, California's Redwoods are more impressive. Uh, They're more awesome. They're more um, awe inspiring. They are just more phenomenal in every way. But That said, Jim, you know, if you're down there in Southwest Oregon, you're heading down the South Coast, you find yourself in Brookings, I think it would be a disservice not to take the time to pop off the road, drive a little way, get out the car and say hello to our smaller, but still mighty and inspiring Oregon Redwoods.
1: Jamie, I tend to agree and I have... No idea how to end a show on a better note than that. <laughs> so, folks, until next time here on the Peak Northwest podcast, you can watch our videos on the Oregonian's YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest, and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details, of course, at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced
0: by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Andrew Thien. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 Seconds of Zen.